Hey friends, I have a new ad partner that I think you're going to love because I already love them. And that is Stitch Fix. Stitch Fix sends style so good that you can feel it. They deliver all the confidence that comes with a truly amazing outfit without any of the work. With Stitch Fix, you get a stylist who understands your style, your size, and your budget, and they do all the shopping for you. It's the easiest way to transform your wardrobe. I feel like they just get me. They do get you. They just knew what would look right on me, and I hate taking stuff out. Yes. So it's like Christmas when you open that box, and you're like, how did you know? Exactly. It is Christmas, and I cannot wait till my next one. So go ahead, take the leap, do Stitch Fix, get your own personal stylist, and feel as bougie as we do these days using Stitch Fix, but not for a crazy price because they get your budget. Get started today at stitchfix.com slash naked. That's stitchfix.com slash N-A-K-E-D. Stitchfix.com slash naked. Welcome to Summer of Scripture on the Naked Marriage Podcast. For 66 days in a row, we're releasing a short daily devotional for your marriage. Over these 66 days, we'll be sharing one scripture from each of the 66 books of the Bible and talking about how it applies to your life and marriage. Listen to all 66 episodes of these and you'll have a better understanding of God's word and his perfect plan for your marriage. Let's dive in to today's scripture. Welcome to day 42. We're in the gospel of Luke today. Luke was a physician by trade, a follower of Jesus, and wrote not only this gospel, but the um, the book of Acts, Acts as well, which is the, the first book right after the gospels. We're just a couple books away from that. Um, really fascinating guy in scripture. And he told a lot of the birth narrative of Jesus, you know, some of the, the most famous verses about the the birth of Jesus that we read at Christmas time, especially um, pop up. And I want to share some of that is our scripture for the day, Luke chapter two, verses four and five. And because Joseph was a descendant of King David, he had to go to Bethlehem in Judea, David's ancient home. He traveled there from the village of Nazareth in Galilee. He took with him Mary to whom he was engaged, who was now expecting a child. Now, Joseph and Mary, um, were not only the, the earthly parents of Jesus, but when you look at their story, I believe they're one of the healthiest examples of marriage in the Bible. There's a lot yes. we can learn from their their marriage, from the way they interacted with each other. There is, because, you know, often in talking with people who have actually read the Bible, they're like, man, there's a lot of messed up marriages <laughs> there's, there definitely represented are. in yeah. the Bible. And um, yeah. I mean, even by some of the by some of the spiritual giants like David, you know, we were talking about David and David, you know, having an affair with Bathsheba in an earlier episode, you know, and, and he, he's so highly respected and we hear all these good things about him, but then we're like, man, but he didn't seem to have great marriages. Cause it, again, it yeah, was plural. plural marriage and um, you, have, you, know, you have a harem. I don't know that it's possible to really have a great marriage, but I know, I know, but we see this, like we see it over and over again. But when you look at Joseph and Mary, there seems to be such a tenderness there because, you know, in, in the story, we know that the Holy Spirit, you know, impregnates Mary because this, this son is not from Joseph. It's from, you know, it's God's son. Right. And, um, and we know that Joseph gets this news and Mary, you know, an angel comes to Mary, lets her know all of this. And she's like, yes, let it be as you have said. And Joseph, you know, it's a little late. The angel comes a little later to Joseph, but it's, it's interesting how this happens because God, it's almost like God is testing Joseph a little. Don't you think sweetie? Yeah. Like, how are you going to respond? Like, how are you going to respond? And, and he responded. So 
he was pledged to be married to, to, to Mary. It was a legally binding engagement in that culture, but right. you did not consummate the marriage with sex until... Until marriage. Until marriage. Yeah. But they were promised and pledged to one another. So she shows up pregnant. And at that time, for a woman to be pregnant outside of marriage, it was more than just scandalous. It was it was death criminal. Sentence, I mean, yeah. you could be stoned to death for this. It brought great shame on the family. So Mary is courageously accepting this assignment from God, knowing it's going to probably cause her to be alienated from her family. She's going to lose social standing. She's going to she's going to go through a lot mm-hmm. in ways that we in our modern culture. Yeah, it might be difficult to be an unwed teenage mother now, but culturally the complications and dangers of that back then were something we can't even fathom. So Joseph had every right to hold her criminally responsible, to shame her publicly, to lead the stoning of her. Mm -hmm. And instead he decided to divorce her quietly. He was going to not make a scandal out of this, even if it meant like his own name would be scarred. Like people would just assume maybe that he was just some deadbeat dad that got to pray. They could think what they want. But Joseph said, even though, she's broken my trust. I'm not going to dishonor her. Out of love and respect for her. Right. And, and I, I'm sure he had such deep disappointment. I'm and sure. Yeah. Can you imagine, I mean, me coming to you, you know, here we're engaged and me being like, well, I have a baby. I'm, I'm pregnant, but it, it wasn't, I didn't get with anybody, you know, like it, it's just, it's hard to right. believe. Right. I mean, it would be such a heartbreak and you know this, like, but he had such respect and love for her that he was going to divorce her quietly, not make a big thing about it to keep his name or whatever. So it just shows you the humility that, that Joseph had. And then we know that, that an angel comes to him, um, and and actually explains like, well, Mary, Mary really did, you know, this is really what happened. You can believe her. And, uh, this, please raise this child, please marry Mary and, um, and know that this child really is from God. And so, you know, we know this couple carries out this pregnancy as scandalous as it is still people like Joseph, you're an idiot. Why are you with this lady? Yeah, She's cheated on you. Yeah. Oh man. Have you heard about Joseph? Man, what a sucker. I mean, yeah. But you know, Joseph trusts God and the two of them together, they go out on this journey. You know, they have Jesus, the son of God, you know, and no epidural, no hospital bed, no hotel room. Bunch of in a, animals. In an animal stable, surrounded by homeless shepherds. And, you know, we, we romanticize this a lot with uh, our nativity it, scenes. <laughs> it was not, you know, this, this glamorous situation. It was very, very humble. And yet Mary treasured these moments up in her heart. Mary and Joseph treasured this together. They traveled to Egypt together as refugees, fleeing a, a tyrant king, trying to kill them. They raised... Jesus in Nazareth. They they actually lost Jesus when he was 12 for a little bit. You know, they, so, hey, have you ever lost your kid in Walmart for a few minutes? Yeah. Mary and Joseph lost Jesus for days. So, in the middle of a festival. Yeah. They don't feel too bad. <laughs> so, um, yeah. These are people handpicked by God and they still uh, lost the savior of the world for a while. Yeah. But through all these things, we see they were together. Right. They always did it. They, wherever they were, they were doing it together. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and you, you read between the lines, a great tenderness and respect and partnership Yes. And a lot that we can learn from them. And then, you know, it's not talked about nearly as much, but in addition to after Jesus was born, other children were yes. born who who several of them went on to become giants of the faith as well. James, James. and Jude, who mm-hmm. both uh, wrote books in the Bible, yeah. it were also raised by Mary and Joseph. By these parents. I mean, imagine growing up in that house. Well, and not... 
inflation is out of control, and it just seems like money flies out the window. I look at our account daily, and I'm just like, where does this money go? And you're probably the same way. And that's why I'm really excited about a new ad partner we have called Rocket Money. This is an app that helps you in real time see exactly where your money is going, and even more importantly, they'll help you identify and cancel subscriptions that you're not. Using on average, they're saving their users seven hundred and twenty dollars a year. I didn't think I had any subscriptions we weren't using, but this is what happens: you sign up for a, a free subscription to something, you're not using it, and that free subscription runs out. You're paying five or ten bucks a month for the rest of your life until you cancel it. Rocket Money helped us identify it. Get that under control and save a bundle right from the start. Rocket Money has over five million users and has helped save its members an average of seven hundred and twenty dollars a year with over five hundred million in canceled subscription. Guys, that's half a billion bucks. You need to get your share of that. So stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions today by going to RocketMoney.com/naked. That's RocketMoney.com/naked. Start saving money today. To mention, there was an age gap, as, as there usually was back then, between Joseph and Mary, and and he passed away. She was like, you know, without Joseph for a long time because he passed away. Yeah. And you know, we don't necessarily know like what ages the kids were and things, but Mary had to, you know, still be the matriarch of the family during that time. And um, you know, it's just it's just really interesting. I think we just like you said, we tend to look at them like these little statues in a nativity scene, but these are real people facing real stuff, like really hard stuff. Yeah, very hard stuff. And, uh, but still doing the best they can to love each other through it and to raise these kids that God has given them and to raise the savior of the world. I mean, it's a lot of pressure. And yet I feel like they did it with such grace and uh, not perfect, but such grace. And uh, I love... Um, just how Mary, you know, it says several times that she treasured up all these things in her heart and pondered them often. But when those verses are mentioned, we forget that it's not when everything's perfect. It's there's two times. There's one time where it's after the birth. And the second time is after they lose Jesus and find him and they see him studying with the scribes and, uh, and other rabbis. And, and they're like, oh my gosh, there's our son at, at 12 really fulfilling this destiny that God has given them. And I think also relief that like, oh gosh, oh, we yeah, didn't totally did. botch this job oh, good. That, that God gave us, you know, but I just think how human is that? But it also causes me as a mother myself, very imperfect mom myself, just to remember to stop even in the chaotic moments to, to be grateful for the tasks that God has put before me for the children he's given me for the amazing husband he's given me and really to just treasure up, like take, take this scene in and be thankful. Yeah. For the good, the bad, and the ugly. Like, just be thankful and know that God is moving in this. He always is. So Joseph and Mary aren't just figures in a nativity. They are they're great examples for us yes. in marriage. And so read their story and the Gospel of Luke and read all the Gospel of Luke and all the Bible for that matter. Mm -hmm. There's so much richness in it. We're, we're, we're not even able to scratch the surface in these short episodes, but hopefully... Hopefully it'll encourage you to go read on your own and just dive into God's word and, and meet him there. Well, guys, thanks for tuning in today. Join us tomorrow, day 43. We'll be in the Gospel of John.